Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Howdy, folks. Like blood, violence, freaks of nature. Well, then, come on down. You know, if I wanted to kill somebody, I'd take this book and beat you to death with it, and I wouldn't feel a thing. Take our life from us. We laid it down. We got tired. There's over. Ladies and germs. Welcome to Stories from the Crypt. Good evening. Well, go down to the woods, collect eight pages, and prepare your ass for Slenderman. We're back. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Yeah, Good we're evening. back. We are back, back for another week of chatting stories shit. from the crypt. Of yeah, stories from the crypt. My name is Luke. My name is Max. And Welcome. we are a all things kind of spooky, dark, horror, spooky shit, weird, paranormal, UFO, cryptid. That's us. Strange, alternative news. <laughs> oh, uh, I've been asked to explain the. Uh, because no one else gets it. Oh, yeah, I guess because we can see each other. Yeah, it's uh, verbal air quotes is the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it does make perfect sense. Now you're going to know it, you're going to go, ah, yeah. ah, I get it. But yes, I get it. we are back. We are stories from the crypt. We're a weird, weirdness, strangeness, paranormalness, cryptidness, UFO-ness. All of the above Podcastness. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Talk about some weird shit that we find on the internet. Some weird Which, shit news. From now and then... on, we I will be posting all the articles we talk about in the Twitter. So at, when you're listening to this, you can go to the Twitter, which is at SFTC Podcast, and see all the articles that we talk about. So you can read nice. along and see all the pictures and the videos that we talk about. Yes. Thank you yeah. very much for the feedback, Shannon. Uh, we've taken it on board. Yes. So living the dream. Um, oh, yes. On Instagram, SFTC Podcast. Same on Facebook. That's all the shits. And same email. on Twitter. And then email storiesfromthecrypt at gmail.com if, again, you've ever been beaten off by Bigfoot. Uh, if you've ever been You've been mangled, knocked off by Nessie. <laughs> knocked off by Nessie. Mangled by Mothman. Gimped by a gnome. No, yeah, still, I've yeah. still... I've, uh, <laughs> still I've can't quite to... get the gnome one, yeah. Ever been griefed by a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> Give us an email, storiesfromthecrypt at gmail.com. Oh, mm. and... If you are listening to us, tag us in your Instagram posts and your Instagram stories, and we will share them. Yes, promote us. That'd be lovely. And wherever you listen to this, drop us a review, drop us a uh, five-star rating, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a thumbs up, mm. and uh, thank you for listening. Right, it's headlines. It's an absolute pleasure. Right, yeah, I got the teaser from last week, which is... Man says he killed his friend because he summoned Bigfoot. Oh, I completely forgot the headline. Yeah. 
A man, accu- uh, a man accused of killing his friend told Oklahoma deputies that his friend summoned Bigfoot to kill him, leaving him no choice but defend him- to defend himself. The Ponotoc County Sheriff's Office responded to a call about an incident uh, on the South Canadian River um, about 85 miles east of Oklahoma City. Authorities said two, two men were noodling. Hey. What? <laughs> was that noodling? What? Noodling, which apparently is... Catching catfish oh, with their yeah. hands. Yeah, it's when you put your hand in the water, in like the crevices in the in the sur- in the surface in the ground, and you sort of tickle a little catfish, and it grabs, it bites your hand, and you pull it out. That's tickle how you a fish catfish. Can... Yeah, you give it a little tickle. He think he thinks it's food. It literally <laughs> swallows your hand, and you fucking yank out a catfish. Authorities said the two men were noodling in the river on the 9th of July when the confrontation began. The 53-year-old began striking and strangling the other, eventually killing him, authorities said. K10 News reported that the men were actually friends. Odd statement to make. I guess you've got to be friends with somebody to go noodling with them, right? Yeah. Um, Sheriff John Christian of the Ponotoc County... I'm fucking butchering the name of that county, but... Pontotoc? Ah, fuck knows. Um, The county sheriff... (laughs) Uh, told the outlet that the man appeared to be under the influence of something. The man told authority that his friends had summoned Bigfoot to come and kill him, and that's why he had to kill. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Deputy, deputies hell. arrested the man on an outstanding warrant and booked him into the jail, according to the release. Authorities did not find the dead man's body until the next day, and the medical examiner will determine the course of cause of death. See? Death via Bigfoot summoning. Maybe. You know what I mean? Just self-defense that's, line. It's pretty fucking wild. Was he on that, some fucking? It, does, it doesn't actually say. Yeah, I've tried googling. Wild mushrooms or something. Probably, like that. mate. Yeah, probably just fucking straight smoking crack. Noodling. It's on that fucking PCP angel dust. He thinks <laughs> yeah. he's noodling, but he's just got his hand down a drain in Seattle or something. <laughs> yeah, just so give us your headlines then. Hit me, boy. Uh, Loch Ness monster spotted swimming for seven minutes. <laughs> What? Seven minutes? <laughs> Just seven so minutes, precise. mate. He's getting his cardio in. Man woke up to go for a pee to find he was in a coffin and had been sacrificed. <laughs> it's a fucking hangover you don't want, isn't it? <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Watch. Mysterious figure caught on camera in Kentucky sparks alien rumours. Warning over killer clown craze returning as teens say they were stalked. Ooh, it's back. Just Clown in time for Halloween. Is back. News on my face then, mate. Murderous AI robots lab rampage conspiracy theory has been dredged up again. What? What? Yeah. Fucking what? I'm so lost, man. Is, is this yeah, makes with any the sense uh, Murderous this... AI robots lab rampage conspiracy theory has been dredged up again. Yeah. Is he okay. mates with the uh, chess robot? I don't know. But apparently there's a video as well, but we'll Ooh, get into it. They're all just, again, they're just fucking sat that Pizza Express. <laughs> Tony Ferguson. It's the fucking the Tony chess Ferguson. Robot. Chess robot. The fucking bull, the elephant. The bull, and Prince Andrew. the elephant and Prince Andrew all sat there. We're going to have to start writing these down, mate, because if this is going to come this up... This is going to be fucking... like a big Last Supper painting. We're going to have to get commissioned. <laughs> yes, please. Have we got any artists out there? 
paranormal investigators so freaked out by growling hobgoblin they became ordained. Wow, that's a strange term. Not quite known, but goblin, I'm having it. <laughs> oh, mate, always about that goblin, especially a hobgoblin as well. High-res photo of UFO shows 50-foot disc emerging from a cloud before vanishing into space, claims man. Cannibalistic ladybirds riddled with STIs set to swarm the UK homes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like, why then, uh, STIs my, as well? I know. Uh, we'll see. And then my update is second huge eruption from Sun hammers Venus. <laughs> At least it's not Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I couldn't let that one get away, to be quite honest. Man woke up to go for a pee to find he was in a coffin and had been sacrificed. A terrified festival goer said he was being offered as a human sacrifice to Mother Earth after he woke up trapped in a coffin following a drinking binge. Terrified... What? He woke up in a coffin af- after being <laughs> sacrificed. Yeah, when he was steaming. <laughs> yeah, but surely sacrifice means you're dead. Well, well, well ca- ca- sorry, we'll, we'll get into we'll it. We'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. Terrified Victor Hugo Mika Alvarez, 30, smashed out of the coffin in... Achachi, about 50 miles, I'm sorry, I know I got that wrong, but (laughs) about 50 miles from where he passed out in the city of El Alto, Bolivia. He'd been drinking heavily the night before at the opening of the Mother Earth Festival, where indigenous people offer everything from live animals to sheep fetuses to sweets and coca leaves for the goddess, who they believe opens her mouth for offerings in August. Where is this? Is this Mexico? Uh, South America somewhere. Bolivia. Yeah. Okay. Victor claims he was among the among the human sacrifices some fear are still offered in ancient style rituals to satisfy her. He told local media while covered in mud and concrete after his apparent escape. Last night was was the pre-entry of the festival. We went dancing, and afterwards I don't remember. The only thing is that he I got thought... sacrificed on the early bird. Yeah, on the early bird, mate. That's how you know you've had a hard start to a festival. You know what I mean? Fell out of the car into a coffin and then that was it. (laughs) The only thing I remember is I thought I was in my bed. I wanted to get up to go and urinate and I couldn't move. I mean, I've been that hungover before. I've got this image of him just waking up and just nutting the lid of the coffin. (laughs) What the fuck, man? Fuck. Some form of like comedy skit. Why is this bunk bed so low? (laughs) Yeah. What have I done? When I pushed the coffin, I was able to break the glass that it had, and I was able to get out. Glass? Um, yeah. When I pushed the coffin, I barely broke the glass, and and through the glass, the dirt began to enter. They wanted to mm. use me as a Sulu. Which I'm guessing so he was buried alive then? Basically, yeah. Fucking when Victor hell. reported his burial to the police, they refused to believe him, saying he was too drunk to know why he ended up buried alive. We've gone dancing! I just don't remember anymore. <laughs> I've broken out the glass. And my whole hand had been hurt. <laughs> barely gone out. And I went to the police. And they told me that I'm drunk. <laughs> A North and South American, I love it. I don't know why I decided to go Northern. No, I stick thought with that, it, dude. Stick I thought that it. was a lot more uh, PC than trying to do South American, to be quite honest. Yeah. You've got to come healthy, they told me. 
The term Sulu refers to offerings commonly uh, made to give back to Mother Earth or Pashama, Pashamama, throughout August in Bolivia. While they often take the form of colourful sweets, desiccated llamas, okay, uh, medicinal plants, eggs, minerals, and some warm human sun, bleh, 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 some warm human sacrifices are still carried out. So, Fucking hell. yeah, I mean, you got to see this picture as well. It is at, it's badass. Show me the picture. Oh, Jesus on fire! <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, and then there he is, mate, having having a fucking terrible time. <laughs> is that blood or is that a weird fringe? I think that's blood, maybe from his hand, because he said he'd. Uh, no, it's he could... a weird fringe, isn't it? Yeah, yeah down like there and there, little braided curtains. Yeah, he's got he's got little braided curtains, like it's yeah, the, yeah. Uh, like it's a Juggalo concert or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then that's obviously like blood from maybe where. Some I think of the I've stuff. seen that picture, actually. I might have come across this uh, news story, then not opened it. Ooh, well, absolute banger. Right. Fair play. News me. Right. I'm fucking again. <laughs> Freaking again. Freaking again. It's a Monday. Right, what, did, what do you want, then? Do you want the uh, the murderous AI robots, the hobgoblin, mm. the ladybirds, or the UFO? Uh, I think I want... Let's get the AI boy out of the way. Oh, okay. I've got to wait this. This is, uh, this is from uh, IFL Science, my favourite site. Nice. Every week, oh. there's got to be at least one. It's fucking brilliant, man. All I did was go on it, and it was one of the first things. Anyway. <laughs> Murderous AI robots lab rampage conspiracy theory has been dredged up again. People nice. are drawn two conspiracy theories during times of great stress and this one isn't even new <laughs> a journalist's account of conversations with a whistleblower who allegedly holds information on lab-based massacre is currently doing its rounds on the internet while murderous artificial intelligence brackets ai robots rising and rebelling making for great movies there is no basis in fact for the re recent allegations the report comes from journalist, journalist and conspiracy theorist Linda Moulton, Linda Moulton Howe, who delivered the dramatic tale at a conscientious life expo in Los Angeles, reports Indy 100. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. Interestingly, the video isn't even new, having been recorded back in February 2017, but after being shared on social media, it's gone viral in 2022. The conspiracy theory goes that there has been a cover-up of an attack on lab workers by AI robots in which 29 people died despite having apparently Fuck. been dismantled. One of the robots was able to self-reassemble after connecting to a satellite and learning how to make itself, <laughs> quotes, even more strongly than before. Even more strongly. They yeah. did not put that. Yeah. Right, I need to share... Uh, that is mad. Oh god, oh god, It continues. This quote this is serious shit, Linda. How recalls the whistleblower telling it telling her <laughs> quote this... But you're never gonna hear about it in the news. This is serious shit, Linda. <laughs> well, I think it's shit, it's S star star star, so it's gotta be shit, right? Yeah. 
with much of Howe's statement being baseless in fact, the latter part has certainly been proven to be untrue in the... Fuck me. With much of Howe's statement being baseless in fact, the latter part has certainly certainly been proven to be untrue in that several outlets have reported on the story. Fortunately, most to point out the fact that it should not be taken seriously. Should you find yourself caught in the headlines of a friend recounting Howe's tale of terror, blah, blah, blah. Okay, just tell her to debunk it. But there is a video of this woman giving a speech about Ooh. this shit. So. Let's go. Do, do you want me to share it? If I share screen, it should be all right. We'll be, we should we be all right this time around. It's not going to so. cut the audio again or something. I think so. All right. Can you see that? Mm-hmm. At a top robotics company in Japan this week, four robots being developed for military applications killed 29 humans in the lab. And they did it by shooting what he called metal bullets. Metal I didn't know there was any bullets. other kind. The scariest part is that lab workers deactivated two of the robots, took apart the third, but the fourth robot began restoring itself and somehow connected to an orbiting satellite to download information about how to rebuild itself even more strongly than before. And this, this next sentence, is a, this is a quote. I'm, I'm writing this down. I've been doing this for years. This is serious shit, Linda. <laughs> but you're never going to hear about this. In oh. oh, this is serious shit, Linda. Cannibalistic ladybirds riddled with STIs set to swarm UK homes. This is from uh, the most reputable of news sources. Lad Bible. An expert has warned the UK of an influx of sexually transmitted fungus-spreading cannibalistic ladybirds invading the country. As if there wasn't enough to worry about already. Monkeypox cases on the rise. Coronavirus re rearing its ugly head again as we approach the colder months. And the UK, having just got over a number of wildfires caused, caused by roasting temperatures as a result of the climate crisis. Now all we've got to be on the lookout for is ladybirds that appear to be straight out of a horror film. Summer may soon be over, but the Harlequin variety of ladybirds is only just getting started, with potentially thousands set to swarm our homes. This isn't the Harlequin ladybird's first rodeo, either, with the species having previously targeted the UK in April 2019. Well, I'm taking umbrage with this article, because ladybirds can't target fuck all, they just go where the wind blows them. They're not targeting the UK. They've got a vendetta against the UK as well as swarms having sped in the year before in October 2018. While scientist Dr. Helen Roy of the UK Centre for Ecology and Hydrology has reassured that the incoming influx of harlequin species poses no threat to us humans, she highlighted the concerning impact of the bugs could have on the UK's native species of ladybird. According to the UK Ladybird Survey, quote, the invasion of Harley the invasion of Harlequin ladybirds threatens our native ladybirds and other species. The data set gathered by the survey says seven out of eight native species of ladybirds in the UK are declining, and this is strongly linked to the arrival of the Harlequin. 
people can still find them. They are declining, not to an absolute detrimental level, but it is a bit concerning, Dr. Roy resolved. The sexually transmitted fungus the har harlequin species carries isn't thought to be connected to the declining numbers of UK native ladybirds. This arc was bullshit. They're carrying STI, they're coming here and killing our ladybirds, and then apparently they're, they're going to be a swarm of cannibalistic ladybirds, or whatever. But I, I'm sorry I've wasted your time with this. It's so long as well, and it says nothing. In Moorhead, Kentucky, the local people were taken aback by a video which showed an unknown creature walking on the streets. The security camera footage was posted on the social media by Paranormal Paranormality magazine, along with the caption. Here's the video of the pale creature caught on a security camera. Paranormality magazine? Paranormality magazine. I've heard of that one before. Neither have I. Reports of alleged alien sightings or... Mysterious creatures are not uncommon in various parts of the world, but the video has left a number of people feeling unsettled. The 33-second video shows a pale white creature moving through the streets of a town in an unusual manner. The video went viral on social media a few hours after the original post, and soon people started speculating on the creature. While a number of the people dismissed it completely as a hoax, there are others who said it could be some sort of mythical creature or even an alien. A number of users came up with different theories about the origin of the creature, with some suggesting it is an alien, while others pointing out the lack of shadow on the background, which mm -hmm. normally means shopped. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Lack of shadows and stuff normally means something is horrendously shopped. Yeah. An earlier picture of, of a mysterious creature. Oh, and then it goes on to talk about the one in the zoo. You know, the one behind the, that they saw that's like the half wolf man thing in the no. zoo. You know, I see that. It was no. from months back now. Fucking find that shit, boy. I want to see that right. as well. That sounds very interesting. But this kind of looks, actually, but before we get into it, it kind of mm. looks like the creature from your video walking down the road. You know, the one that's like walking with her hands out. Oh, the tall humanoid alien from like, in, was it India or something? With all the mopeds and that? Yeah, this kind of looks similar, but if it had shat itself. <laughs> well, like it's crouching or something. Yeah, look. That is weird. Super weird, isn't it? It's like hunched. Looks like it's in... Bent. So it looks like they press B once on Warzone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just crouch walking around. You see his face clearly. Is this a thing from Perfect. the view, from the zoo? Sorry. Nah, this isn't. What's that, that, that then? This was the video of the alien from. Um, oh. Pretty creepy, right? It's just the way it's like yeah, walking, kind of hunched, and the way yeah. it turns, it looks like super skinny. It's either right. that was just a really naked bloke who's really fucked on PCP. Yeah, to be fair. I mean, but it's very white, and also the lack of mm. shadow as well makes me think potentially shopped. Yeah, that's um, true. And then, what's this? Uh... This is the picture Ooh, that was taken. That. That looks amazing. Can you zoom in a bit? Yeah, look at that. Actually, looks like a human with uh, a wolf's head. Yeah. Or like a, like a wolf pelt with the head. You know, like you see people like the Rock War. In, was it Hercules when he had the lions? Yeah, but like that big a, fucking mane like thing. Yeah. yeah. Looks like someone's looks like that. Or mm. it could be the Wendigo. Could be the Wendigo. El Diablo, a Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, it's it's a bit of a. It definitely looks like a wolf slash dog head, but a human body. That's cool. Where was the zoo? Where was this? Dog-like creature walking on its hind legs outside of a zoo. Amarillo, the Amarillo Zoo. It's only in uh, March. Yeah. Go on, read it out. It's a new story. Go on, bang. I've not heard of this. Have you not heard it? No. A week or so ago, the internet started passing around a picture of a weird dog-like creature seemingly standing on two legs. The snap was taken at night by an automatic trail camera pointed at the perimeter fence of the Amarillo Zoo. The strange bipedal creature appeared to be walking around outside the zoo and social media began trading theories on what it was. Now, city officials are putting out a public plea for its citizens to help solve the mystery. Is it a person with a strange hat who likes to walk around at night? A chupacabra? Do you have any idea of what this UAO might be? <laughs> the unidentified... Amarillo object. <laughs> a UA oh, they're making this shit up now. Yeah. UAO. Fuck it hell. UAP, UAO. Yeah. You've got some alien news as well. Yes. I've got. Hit me. Probe me. Wait, what? High res photo of UFO shows fifty foot disc emerging from a cloud before vanishing into space. Claims man. <sighs> Juan Manuel Sanchez's high-res photos of a UFO flying over his garage have caused quite a stir in Mexico after they went viral on Facebook and were shown on national TV. National TV. I love that shit. A high-res image of a UFO emerging from a cloud has been shared. It allegedly shows a disc-shaped craft just moments before it vanishes, vanished into space. The picture is clear and appears to show the round object that closely resembles the flying saucers depicted in TV and film. Taken by Juan Manuel Sanchez, the image has been shared on national TV in Mexico and, and have since gone viral online. As the Daily Star reports, fucking hell, while the photos have undoubtedly caused a stir, Scepticism surrounds the authenticity of the pictures and whether they were a result of a camera trick, a natural phenomenon, an elaborate hoax, or were in fact a genuine sighting of a mysterious object. Juan, a car mechanic, said he spotted the object while trying to take snaps with his mobile phone of an approaching storm. The photo appears to show the disc hanging in front of the in front of dark clouds in the distance, Juan hit back at doubters and stood by his story as he gave his account of the sighting outside his home in Val Hermoso on August 17th to Mexican television station RDTV. <laughs> Was it Winnie in the dark? <laughs> his claims were backed by his wife and one of his co-workers who also said they saw the mysterious saucer before it shot off into the sky towards space. Juan said he was in shock when he first allegedly spotted the object, saying it was fear, but something like astonishment. He added that he was disappointed that he didn't get a video, but as his camera was in photo mode, he simply took pictures, took the pictures he could before the object vanished. Juan admitted he was worried about making his sighting public as he feared the stigma associated with UFOs. 
he told RTRDTV. It was right there, above the house, above the cables. It's sad I wasn't able to get a video. The authenticity of Juan's photos remains unclear, but he appears convinced he saw th- something in the sky. You've seen you've seen the you've seen the pictures, haven't you? I haven't actually. Well, uh, let me send you the link. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I did see this. Yeah. I did see this. And what did again, you say? You yeah, said, I think like your hub cup theory, <laughs> cup theory, is taking got a bit of weight behind it. I think. Yeah, because that it, it does look like someone's just frisbeed a fucking hub cup through the sky. It is that I... classic like fifties, sixties UFO shape. It is. If you scroll down, there's two more like full photos with the storm clouds and shit. Yeah, I mean, I like the way it's just kind of fucking off through the air, like, but... I mean, <sighs> if you would have got a video, it would have been so much better. But I think the light fits, the shadow and the light Yeah, but fit. it's so easy to it is, it in, is, but it is in. The, but it's in the same resolution as the rest of the photo. Yeah. Also, it's not sharper or dimmer, do you know what I mean? Can the guy get some training on a mobile phone? Because uh, if you hold down the photo button on iPhones, it... Filmed. Yeah, but he might have like a really old iPhone or something. I mean, I mean the quality of the picture doesn't look that great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm just not all the way sold by it to be honest. I don't I think mean, there'd be that much like light that... reflection off the top because it's yeah. that cloudy. You know what I mean? It's a fairly yeah. But if you look at the sh- if you look at the the cloud the lighting on the clouds in the second photo, the tops of the clouds are quite bright compared to the bottom. Mm. So, I mean. It just looks like that classic, like, 50s, 60s, 40s, you know, Roswell UFO. The classic UFO photo. Very, very like Same shape, UFO same shadowing. Yeah. yeah. A proper hubcap. But, yeah, if you want to see the pictures of the uh, UFO we're talking about, go to our Twitter and find it. Loch Ness Monster spotted swimming for seven minutes. Another Loch Ness Monster sighting has been logged after a local resident claimed to have seen the monster swimming for seven minutes. Although it may seem like we get a new sighting, a Nessie sighting every week, according to the official Loch Ness Monster sightings register, I didn't even know that that was a fucking thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Wow. Uh, can I just interject? Is this this? How, when was this uh, released? Uh, first Reported September, on. right? There is a bloke who's dedicated his life to finding Nessie, and he lives on the banks of Loch Ness, and it's never him who spots Loch- who spots Nessie. <laughs> He's been living there for fucking years, and all he does is sit on the banks and stare at the water every day, convinced he... he's going to find Nessie. How's he paying he's, his bills? Like, I think he's like crowdfunded. Weirdly, or he lives in like a caravan. It's, I don't know. We, well, we'll find his name at some point. I'll try and find his name. Yeah. But it's never him who's spotting Nessie. It's always someone else. And it it, it makes I me mean, laugh, but also makes me real, real feel really sorry for this bloke who's dedicated yeah, his life imagine? to find Nessie. Fucking, like, oh, it's making him out like a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you'd be like, see right, you it. continue with the article. I'll try and find this bloke's name. So this is the fifth of this year, with the second most recent being in April. April seemed to be a pretty busy month for the monster, with three sightings in total, so that might be why she took a bit of a breather the last few months. This Nessie spotting was on the 27th of August, as the listing about the sighting explains, A local resident was on the hill above Loch End, 
and they were saw a weak moving against the prevailing currents from Loch End in the direction of Dromadgoyth. There was no visible cause of the weak. The last sighting lasted seven minutes and they took some video footage. I don't know what was going on with my accent towards the end there. I'm, video I'm, footage. Video footage. Fuck it. Let's just watch the video. <laughs> it goes on basically to like people doubting Nessie's real um, and all of that. But here it is. This video is sped up then, yeah? Uh, yeah. You can see on the top left and the uh, shape are moving suspiciously quickly. The fuck am I looking for? Looking over there, apparently it's a wake. Yeah, I know, bit. but there's nothing. I think the video is absolutely shockingly terrible. No, there's nothing there. All it is is the pixels going dark. If you look around, all the pixels keep altering and going dark. Yeah. There's, nothing, there's literally nothing there. There, look. Oh, what, a bit of a wake. Like a bit of a wake, yeah. So, and that they spotted that going for seven minutes down. Well, in that video, there was fucking nothing. No. Oh, fucking that video was absolute like you can't even say I don't know if it's just like the resolution of it or what but yeah that was shite do you want to hear about the uh, the man who's been hunting for Nessie yes I do mate this is from uh, the org. this man's been searching for the Loch Ness Monster for over 20 years and this was published in 2015 wow Loch Ness UK the monster hunter isn't quitting do not believe the news reports that pinged, pinged around the world last month faster than the flick of a dragon's tail. Steve Feltman, full-time professional seeker of the Loch Ness Monster, holder of the Guinness World Record for the longest continuous vigil for Nessie, has reached no conclusions about the cryptid that may or may not inhabit his freshwater lake in the Scottish Highlands. Basically, he's been living on the, on the banks of the lake for about 20-odd years. Wow. goes out. Goes out every day to uh, try and find Nessie. This one from uh, scottishfield.co.uk. Every morning, Steve Feltman wakes up and stares out over Loch Ness, watching and waiting for ripples from the deep. His remar- <laughs> remarkable quest began 25 years ago when he quit the rat race, moved to the Highlands in search of the Loch Ness monster. I mean, that is fucking commitment to finding a fucking Mate, that is banging right fucking there. Like, airplay. Again, he's got how like is a, he getting money He's got a proper website. He's got a proper website. Has it? Nessiehunter.co.uk. Oh, mate. Let's have a look. To say I'm a patient man would have to be an understatement. Having there such, he is. Having, he looks, having, just quickly, he looks exactly like you'd imagine him to as well. Yeah, right. It says, uh, to say I'm a patient man would be an understatement. Having sat watching and waiting on the shores of Loch Ness full-time since 1991 for one decent sighting of the monster has to be considered dedication in anybody's eyes. To me, however, it's more of a dream come true. The subject has fascinated me since a family holiday in 1970 when I was seven. It was then that we visited the Loch Ness Investigation Bureau, a team of volunteers who each summer set up a makeshift camp on on Loch's side near Uruquat Castle, from where they mounted round-the-clock surveillance in the hope of filming Nessie. What really caught my imagination was the platform they had built and which they had mounted a cine camera and a tripod in. (laughs) The lens alone must have been a metre long. Grown men looking for monsters. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Has been on the banks of Loch Ness since 91. That is incredible. Every day. 
every day he's looking for Nessie and he's so, never going to give up. Just a just a quick one on that. Is that like a thing that anyone can go to? What, where he is? Where he set up all of the stuff. Yeah, I it? think so. Oh, mate, we should get in on that for next year. Right. And uh, also, if you go to his store, this is what I was chuckling about as well. You can buy uh, a purple, a pink, or a green Nessie. There is also a blue Nessie, but the image is coming soon. 20 quid per postage. I think we need to get one, dude. <laughs> we need to support so. a fellow cryptid hunter. Oh, we do indeed, mate. Right, was that your end of your Nessie news? That was the end of the Nessie news, yeah. Right, do you want my uh, hobgoblin? Oh, hit me with your hobgoblin. Paranormal investigators so freaked out by growling hobgoblin they became ordained. Vic Harbord and Christine Townsend were in the church graveyard when they saw and heard something that could have been a terrorising fey creature from the village's past. A pair of ghost hunters told their most terrifying moment on the job when they heard something inhuman one frightening night in a churchyard. Colleagues Vic Harbord, 76, and Christine Townsend in her early 50s were in St. Lawrence Church in Atwick Village near Hull, together with members of the East Yorkshire Research Group. Vic said they had a spiddy box with them when that which he likened to an electronic Ouija board, while Christine was also carrying a dictaphone. He told Hall Live, We said, is anyone there? We don't mean you any harm. Please come forward. Then Christine said, Did you hear that growl? I said, What growl? <laughs> and the growl actually moved, and then I walked towards it, which was a silly thing to do. And the others heard two big loud bangs, and we did a bit of investigating into it. And there's a legend that it's supposed to be haunted by a goblin. Vic took a fo- photo of the moment and said there was a head in the window that looked like a demon. To be honest, the friends who both claimed to have had paranormal encounters since childhood were so shaken up by what they had experienced that they had became ordained shortly after the incident. Christine gave more detail on the spooky night in question and said she could immediately sense a eerie feeling when they had encountered the church grounds. She added, I seem to pick up on things that I turned to Vic and I said, this tree is really giving me the creeps. (laughs) There's something about it. We stood next to the tree and started our investigation. Christine heard a growling noise four times but initially dismissed them. She said, I'm thinking, well, I can't have heard the growl as Vic's talking away to the rest of the group, and I'm still thinking, would I've heard a growl, and then heard it again? (laughs) I heard it three or four times, and after the fourth time, I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. I thought, well, this is ridiculous. Christine said she then looked down at her feet and saw something translucent moving in the grass. Eventually, Vic heard the growling too as he walked towards the tree, and the creepy sound stopped. Christine believed something came up from the ground and went back down again. She added to the other six people with her and Vic that did not see or hear anything except two loud bangs and the eight of them said a prayer and then left the churchyard. Christine began researching to find out what it was that she had witnessed and discovered the Atwick was once allegedly terrorised by the shape-shifting Hobgoblin. She said... When you hear a growl, it's negative energy, it's inhuman, it's awfully, awfully nice. Still to this day, we're not 100% sure what we encountered. 
Well, you start thinking about all this folklore from years ago. You start to think, is it true? Is there some truth with this folklore? Although Vic has long been fascinated with the spirit. Spirit world! <laughs> he acknowledged that as a paranormal investigators, they are sometimes open to being ridiculed. Still, he said, we don't force our beliefs onto anybody. <laughs> We usually, <laughs> we usually say judge for yourself. We realise that with most people, if it doesn't happen to them, they're not going to believe you. We accept that, but a lot of people have come to us now and said it's happened to them and they do believe. <laughs> and that's that. And that's the end of the article. So I, d- I did a quick Google on hobgoblins as well. Yeah. Apart from and the, is it a beer or a cider hobgoblin? A beer, it, it? Yeah, it's an, it's an ale. Yeah, uh, but a hobgoblin is a household spirit typically appearing in folklore, once considered helpful, but since uh, but which since the spread of Christianity has often been considered mischievous. Now here's yeah. an interesting thing as well. So the the Buchan is a Scottish domestic hobgoblin that is mischievous, mischievous and belligerent, but also very helpful when the mm. need arises. And here's the thing that I thought. So they got ordained, right? So they became. That's what it said. It said they got ordained, but there's nothing more about it. Nothing more. Yeah. yeah. So the the boobash is a Welsh domestic hobgoblin that will perform household chores in return. For bowls of cream. Yeah. It sounds like fucking Jeff the Mongoose, doesn't it? That kind yeah. Of they are good-natured, but mischievous, and have a dislike of clergymen and teetotalers, upon whom they will play relentless pranks. <laughs> yeah, they're tricksters. They're a bit like, yeah, trickster beings. But the fact that they saw it by a tree in a churchyard, mates, it can't have been a hobgoblin, judging by the folklore, because they're found in houses. Yeah. And they hate religious people, basically. Unless like, they were just yeah, straight up fucking from, with like, the... Um... You know, they're from the old gods, aren't they? Like all the, all them kind of like the fae and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and the green man stuff yeah. as well. Yeah, from, like, I guess that's... The that druids ties... and the pagans and stuff. No, nicely into our kind of film review in a little bit as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, actually. This is an update. So this is our update section. So yes. we have some updates from news that most of you won't have heard before. But do you remember the uh, the clown epidemic of was it 2016? It there was indeed, yeah. It was, yeah uh, when clowns were spotted. I believe it was around the time that the first it remake was yeah, getting released. We we thought it was a bit of a viral marketing campaign viral marketing campaign but then it's oh, the charlie got, charlie thing yeah but i think it just got stuff. a bit out of hand after a while didn't it it did indeed. clowns and appearing and chasing people with knives and stuff everywhere warning over killer clown craze returning as teens say they were stalked police were called after a couple of kids were stalked by a creepy clown prompting fears the killer clown trend of a few years back has returned. <laughs> oh, the gravitas. The gravitas, mate. Cops were called to Hampton Pier in Herne Bay, Kent, 
after a 17-year-old and his friend said they were creepily followed by a clown who walked quickly behind them before crouching behind a wall out of sight. In a post on Facebook, a mum of one of the boys wrote, My 17-year-old son has just come home with his friend and they said they've both been followed along Hampton Pier to just past the park by someone dressed in a full clown outfit. They were acting strangely, walking fast behind them, hiding and crouching behind the seawall and acting creepingly, creepily, like they were acting out a killer clown. <laughs> My son and his friend hid for a couple of minutes and this clown was stood by the park along the seawall just swaying side to side and then they ran home. They tried to video it, but it was too dark. <laughs> Officers confirmed that they, that they were contacted over the incident which happened about ten past ten on Monday 22nd of August. A spokesperson for the force said... The person did not attempt to speak to the boys and no offences have been identified. A local patrol carried out a search in the area but no one matching the description has been located. It is understood the clown was not reported to be carrying a weapon. And then it goes on to say about, yeah, back in 2016 people dressed as clowns were spotted across the UK and US jumping out of bushes and chasing people down the street in what was known as the killer clown trend. Or as we dubbed it, Clown Watch. Clown Watch. And last year, a man was spotted dressed as a creepy creepy clown crouching behind bushes in the dark. The ominous figure was seen in Speak in Liverpool shortly before Halloween last year. Do you want to hear about this uh, sun eruption? I do, mate. And it pounding Venus. I think this is uh, an update of the sunspot that's meant to hit Earth that uh, about a few weeks okay. ago. Yeah, yeah. So this is second huge eruption from the sun hammers Venus. <laughs> it was, quotes, no run-of-the-mill event. Earth's sister planet Venus is experiencing a bout of extreme space weather this week after a giant sunspot not visible from Earth expelled an enormous plasma burst. Towards the scorching hot planet. On Monday, September 5th, NASA's Stereo A sun-watching spacecraft spotted a colossal mass ejection. Brackets, CME. A cloud of charged particles erupting from the upper layer of the sun's atmosphere, the corona, emerged from from behind the sun, spaceweather.com reported. The CME is the second to have hit Venus in a week. Another one erupted from the sun on Wednesday, August 30th, and reached the planet three days later, just as the European Solar Orbiter spacecraft flew by. Wow. (laughs) George Ho, a solar physicist at John Hopkins University Applied Physics Laboratory, told spaceweather.com the latest eruption was in no run of the mill event. I could safely say that September 5th, the event is one of the largest, brackets, if not the largest, solar energetic particle, brackets, SEP, storms we've ever seen so far since the solar orbiter launched in 2020. Yeah, but basically, uh, a sunspot has hit Venus after three weeks of emer- uh, bursting, emerging, firing, whatever the word is. So. <laughs> 
if that's hitting Venus and they're concerned that one, that the diameter of the Earth is going to hit Earth. Could well be, mate. Yeah. yeah. Could well be, could well be. So uh, are we on to monkey news? You can't. <laughs> monkey news, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got any monkey updates for me? Mate. Because <laughs> last week they'd arrested one of the highest of the monkey gang. <laughs> they executed. Well, they whacked him. That was it. They, they whacked him. They sent out a, a cracked hit a squad hit. of a little hit. monkeys going down. Bonob- <laughs> it was <laughs> bonobos versus macaques. Yeah, straight up gang territories. Now these mate, it does go on a little bit, but <laughs> come on, hit me with it. Stop laughing. Compose yourself. We're, we're fucking journalists here, dude. Come on. Monkey hunting team accidentally shoot woman with tranquilizer dart, <laughs> knocking her out for an hour while chasing an animal in Japan. <laughs> it only gets funnier, mate. Sorry. <laughs> Shot a woman. <laughs> Shot a woman with a tranquilizer. <laughs> Knocked her out for an hour and continued with the hunt. Yes. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> and and oh, just, this I wasn't expecting thing. that. No. I was not expecting that at all. Save, I saved it up for you, mate. Oh. <laughs> right, are you ready for this? A team of inept monkey hunters in Japan accidentally I'm shot. Sorry, I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry, inept. They call them inept. <laughs> it's the first sentence, you know what I mean? Look t- at these. Where's the inept monkey hunters? We're over here. <laughs> we won't shoot any women, we swear. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> a team of inept monkey hunters in Japan accidentally shot a woman who'd, who had reported a monkey to tell... Wait, what? Wait, I, I, I accidentally shot a woman who had reported a monkey to them with a tranquilizer dart yesterday afternoon. That needs a comma in there because that reads horrendously wrong. Hang on, they shot the woman that reported it. Is that is that what is that what happened, or is that yeah. the spelling mistake, the grammar? No, mistake? that's what actually happened. Yeah, it's a monkey. Bang! <laughs> Bang! Oh fuck! Wrong person. The incident occurred in Fuji City. Shizuka. Sorry, can you can you start it again? Because I can't. I'm <laughs> laughing too hard. A team of inept monkey hunters in Japan accidentally shot a woman who'd reported a monkey to them with a tranquilizer dart yesterday afternoon. The incident occurred in Fuji City after several witnesses reported seeing the macaque near the Fujikawa station. Three municipal employees and one monkey hunting specialist armed with tranquilizer rifles were dispatched to the scene to take the monkey down. Upon arrival, as they spoke with the unfortunate woman who was giving them details as to the rogue monkey's whereabouts, one of the team accidentally shot her in the arm with a tranquilizer (laughs) dart. Yeah, so where did the monkey go? Oh, shit, sorry. Oh, God. That's the only dart we had. Shit. (laughs) Fucking John, what are you doing? It's the only dart we had. (laughs) Could you pull it out? We'll pull it out back in the gun. I'm so sorry. It's some serious shit, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) Who gave this cunt a gun? (laughs) Who shot? (laughs) The only witness in the arm. (laughs) 
City officials explained that one hunter's fingers slipped while tapping the barrel of their rifle to prevent air leakage and pulled the trigger, with the barrel pointed at the helpful woman. Yeah, that's what they said when JFK got shot as well. Yeah, exactly. Enough sedative to knock out a 33-pound monkey flooded into her bloodstream and put her to sleep almost immediately. The hapless monkey hunting team rushed the woman to hospital where she woke up an hour later, although it was still another hour before she was lucid enough to properly express herself. She (laughs) suffered no injuries and was released later that day. The monkey remains at large. It's the greatest fucking story I've ever heard in my life. They went out to fucking shoot a monkey, shot the woman who reported it, rushed to the hospital, and the re- monkey remains at large. Fuck me. Ooh. The incident oh. has raised questions about the competency of the monkey hunters, and the Fuji City government has issued an apology to the woman. It just keeps getting better. Just an apology. (laughs) Just an apology. Yeah. So, that is an update on... Monkey news, you cunt. Monkey news. Stop darting helpful women. (laughs) Right, that concludes the end of our... News and catch-up. Weird news. Update section. (laughs) Entertainment, movie, game news and other things... So, have you ever watched the sitcom Ghosts? The sitcom? Ghosts. BBC's Ghosts. You've never, never watched Ghosts? What? Why do I feel it's like I, I should BBC know this? BBC's sitcom called Ghosts. It's fucking brilliant. It's hilarious. Anyway, Ghosts Series 4. I've got an air date. So, BBC One have confirmed that Ghosts will return later this month, airing on television and being published on streaming slash catch-up platform iPlayer. The comedy returns on Friday, the 23rd of September. So Ghosts Series 4 is coming later this month. What What's it about? Hit me up with what it's about. I feel like it's I... It's about uh, a couple by a an old, like, listed building. She sort of dies, gets brought back to life, and then can see all these, like, mad ghosts that live in this house. And it, it ranges from a caveman to a scout leader. Yes. I... Yeah. Yes. Like ghosts from different time periods all live in the same... There's, like... Uh, there's a guy, it's a politician who got caught doing this fixie wank, so he's got no trousers on the whole time. <laughs> yeah. There's a scout so leader who's got shot in the neck with a uh, with an arrow, so he's got an arrow in his neck. There's an army guy, there's a fucking Shakespearean poet. That's amazing. Man. Yeah. I feel it's like really I've, funny, man. It's really I've good. I've seen bits of it, but never watched it all the way through. You definitely recognise a lot of the actors in it. Yeah. Like proper like British sitcom uh, comedy actors. Nice. But yeah, it's... Uh, it's, <clears> a, it's one watch, you know, good hangover TV. Uh, yeah, so after, four, coming out yeah. later this month. Film review, men. Horror movies, mutilation, decapitation, torture. Does that sound entertaining? So this is Men, directed by Alec, Alec, Alex Garland, who also directed uh, Ex Machina. And Annihilation. Ooh. And he actually wrote 28 Days Later. 
Did he? Yes, he wrote Fucking it. And Dan, Danny Boyle directed it. I didn't actually know that because I didn't know that weirdly, until I looked at his IMDb. Yeah, because Twenty Eight Days Later is one of my all-time favorite films it's, as well. It's, it's like it's top there. five. It's up, it's up there for me as well. I think it's top yeah. three for me. Like, like love that yeah. film. So the synopsis for Men: In the aftermath of a personal tragedy, Harper retreats alone to the beautiful English countryside, hoping to find a place to heal. But someone or something from the surrounding woods appears to be stalking her. What begins as a simmering dread becomes a fully formed nightmare inhabited by her darkest memories and fears. So yeah, that is the uh, synopsis of yeah. uh, men. And what did, what did you think about it, mate? I got Straight my off the bat, I was sold. Didn't look at my phone once, which is a good fucking indicator for me. I, yeah. it, I thought it was really, really fucking creepy. It was a bit big slow burner, but in a big slow burner for me, it yeah. was in a good way. And I just thought it was like really creepy and very unnerving at times. Yeah, I don't agreed. get agreed. creeped out or unnerved by a lot of films, but that just sort of put something in the back of my head. Like I told you earlier, I was walking the dog this morning. I watched it last night. And all I could hear in my head was the uh, the song. But at one point in the film, she goes to an abandoned railway tunnel, and she does like an echo song loop, with herself, loop yeah. pedal song with I, herself. And when she was doing I, it, I was like, it reminded me of that "How to Write an Alt J" song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically, like it's it's in the tra- it's in the trailer, and it it appears again and again in the film, and like shit gets weird. As like the horror film, I, w- like, I will music as well. Yeah. I will put it. In in the edit as like a little clip. Now, but yeah, like I had that creepy, really stuck in my head for like after I watched it, when I went to bed, when I woke up, and when I was walking the dog, that was just playing in my head. (laughs) And then I was like convinced there was someone following me, and there obviously wasn't. And then I saw a woman walking towards me. I just went nope, and just turned a corner and just went the opposite (laughs) way, like it properly put like this weird like it's gone now but mm. like i don't i don't know what the term is like it's put this weird subconscious like thing in my head going there's someone coming for you yeah it's not do you know what i mean <clears throat> like it's it's like planted in the back of my mind somewhere but i really i've actually really enjoyed it and i don't want to jump in ahead of you but uh i looked at a lot of reviews after the fact yeah and uh guess who don't like the film? Men. What? Men don't like this film. Or just men in general? Yes. Uh, well, on uh, Letterboxd, which is a film review app, which is like user run, uh, let me read a couple of reviews. The first one from Wes. This was so scary. I'm glad British people aren't real. And then there's a lot of people saying that Alex Garland makes too many movies about women and he... I hate. I would hate to be his mother. He needs to have a hug. Very cool, Alex. Hope she sees this. Men making movies about toxic masculinity, but I have nothing more to say than men bad. Fuck off. Grow up. You know what I mean? Like the the bit in the. I think the film should have probably come with a bit of a trigger warning, because there's oh yeah very very good example of gaslighting in it, and it fucking pissed me off. It made yeah. me so mad, like the what the gaslighting like 
thing. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, there was a lot of really, really triggering moments in there, which like I, I wasn't expecting. Like, yeah, I didn't really like, know like, what to expect yo, from it. Fuck. I knew, I knew it was to do with like a, a woman's trauma, and mm. like from a pre- previous relationship. But I had no inkling like about that, and the fact, the way they put that in and like interjected it, like, it, like it's a perfect example of like emotional abuse and gaslighting. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Really, like, yeah. fucking nail on Sorry, head, I just man. fucking went on a bit of a rant. No, I'm not. Film there. I didn't even ask you if you liked it or not. <laughs> no, I thought it was shit, mate. Um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> so, yeah, I I did really enjoy it. And normally when when a film is slow to get going, I, mm. I get bored and I look at my phone and I'm like, mm, nah, fuck that. Um, I, I, get, I get bored easy. But... Yeah. I was the same. I was like, I was fucking locked in throughout the entire thing. Yeah. And there yeah. was some bits where that there, there was some bits that made me laugh a lot. Like just just because I've got a weird fucking sense of humor. Not about the trauma yeah. stuff. Going to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you watch the film, you you'll get it because by the third, the first time it happens, you're kind of like, is that? And then the second time it happens, you're like, is that? And then. Uh... By yeah, like you mean. the fifth or sixth time, I was like, I was laughing my head off. Like, but I mean, it, it did. I think we could, we could probably say this about spawning it because I think it's in the trailer. The fact that the man that she meets, he's always he got the same every, face. Yeah, it's the same bloke every time, but he it's a different person, but with the same face. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's so well done, and it's so fucking creepy at times, and it's really funny at times as well. Like yeah. the bit with the fuck, there's a bit she meets a schoolboy and he's got this like Marilyn Monroe mask on and I was like <laughs> yeah. oh shit I remember that from the trailer because I haven't watched the trailer but I've seen like bits and pieces I was like fuck and I've seen that and he lifts it up and I was like what the fuck is going fuck on is there going on yeah he's <laughs> got the voice of a little boy but he's got the face of a fucking 40 year old man <laughs> grown ass man it was very weird like but yeah by the time she gets to the pub and then there's like Oh yeah, they're everyone, everyone in there. the pub. I was literally, I like it. It made me laugh. I mean, I I liked that. There's a level of dark humor that comes in British films that you yeah. don't often get elsewhere, and so I like the kind of dark humor stuff. But I also like it as well when they don't like music. Of course, is a big thing in like yeah. films and horror films and stuff like that. I love it the most when there is no music. Yeah. And it's yeah, just yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. silent. It's pure tension. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no, like, yeah, like, building up music that shit horror films always put in there think, when there's going to be a jump. Yeah, I think with oh. with horror films, in the past, obviously, music was a big like player in building tension. And it got to a point where it was, like, really overplayed. And now it's got to the point where the most tension is where there is no music. Because yeah. we're so used to music building tension, like you're like, okay, yeah, we know there's something coming now. We, we like you're automatically ingrained to know there's something coming. Yeah. But when the, when that music gets stripped away, you're like, what the fuck's going to happen? Yeah, like, exactly. It really sets you, and it's just it really sets you on on edge. Yeah, and there's just like external noises, like the fucking birds and yeah, 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 whatever the silent footsteps and stuff. Like, yeah. oh, I fucking, I love that. Like the tension and that side of things is fucking great. The usage of that, like her 
voice singing yeah was amazing yeah i'll n- i'll never be able to hear a fox call again without feeling like it's creepy anyway yeah but when <laughs> she's getting chased by that geezer quite early the on naked in the film bloke. Yeah, and he's like, it's a lot Fox of dicks in this film. There's a lot, of, yeah, yeah, like, old man cock, and it's like, ah, and she's hearing yeah, it, and yeah, she's yeah, fucking yeah. bolting, <laughs> and yeah. living in the country as well. Well, I guess kind of country, but there's a lot of foxes around where I am, so it's like you could just be walking home oh, from fuck the pub. Me. Oh, I've told you the fucking time everywhere. I walked home from the pub. There's a road towards my house that is in between two graveyards, and I heard mm. what I thought was a woman screaming ran home got home was like oh there might be the fox googled fox calls and it was just a fox going like it yeah. sounded like a blood curdling horrendous, horrendous. yeah, yeah. so noise. bad um but i really enjoyed it like i fuck i really enjoyed it again man. prosthetics I, very fucking good like well the build I've, up was nice I've, I've got something to talk about uh there's a scene in the film where there's like quite nice practical effect but then later on when there's like some real weird gruesome shit going on it's like quite it's it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not bad cgi yeah it's not bad cgi but it's clearly cgi but if it was if it was full practical effect this would be a five out of five for me Really, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that brings the whole film down, but just for me, if they would have had practical effects throughout, it would have been a five for me. Like clearly, like really, just, yeah, um... yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not saying it's like a bad thing. It's not. It's not bad. It's like there's obviously a bit of CGI in it, but it's not. It's not shit. Good. It's well done, but I just, I just personally like practical effects. So if it was a practical effect for me. It would be a five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, oh, but it I gets wouldn't fucking so weird towards the end, man. That so is so strange. What marks it down for me as well? See, is... I just accept that as just what the film is. I can I know. just? Can I just? Uh, hang on, I because I was I googled the film this morning to have a look at some reviews that people might have written. So I googled men film, and you know where. Uh, the, so, the the section on Google where it says people who also ask. Yeah, yeah. One of them is, what is the point of the movie, men? <laughs> so I click down, and I think this answer describes it perfectly. In giving each man the same face and using biblical imagery, the film subverts the idea of original sin. Instead of all women innately bearing the sins of Eve, perhaps all men innately bear the violent, impulsive, and misogynistic ideas installed in them by the patriarchy, which wow. I think actually really yeah. explains the film quite well. It yes, yeah, yeah. No, I like again. There, there's a lot of without like, giving too much of the story and stuff away. A lot of triggering scenes and different mm. bits and pieces in there. Um, yeah, for me, the, where, where it falls is the ending. Like it just—I just thought it was—it got so weird, so like, yeah. like I get, I there was yeah, there were certain weird bits that made sense, but then yeah, it just carried on getting fucking weirder and weirder and weirder, and then it just ended, and I was a bit like, hmm, mm. yeah, hmm. I know what you mean, I know what you mean, I do know, you know what you mean. and that—that's what kind of killed think, it for me was was the it's, ending it's, it's bit that, of it. It's that slow build up until, without giving it away, 
the ending. Yeah. I don't want to give too much away of the ending, but yeah. Uh, I yeah. really enjoyed it. I really the, enjoyed it. I think, yeah, there is that underlying... On the whole, no, after I really you, mate. enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I don't know. Yeah. It's not... I don't get creeped out by films a lot, and it's actually really... It's not scary. It's it's creepy to me. Yeah. Like, it's it's like that lingering feeling like in the back of your mind when you think... You know, you see a fucking slasher or like a jump scare horror like The Conjuring, you're like... Or it scares you in the in the moment, and then you go away, and you never think about it again. But this yeah. has fucking planted something in my mind that's kind of it's gone now. But the day afterwards, it was there for a little bit. Yeah, you know I mean? no, I, I get so that. I think it's the it's the sign of a good horror mm. film for me. Yeah, mine was I was uh, you know went for a smoke out the back after watching it, and I was edgy. I was mm. a bit like yeah. staring down a dark Double garden, tight, like yeah, yeah like mm, looking over the fence and hearing like, doors like, yeah. rustling and shit. And of course, there's still like the fucking hint of thunder right in the distance as well. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, nah, fuck that. But yeah, I I did enjoy it. I think with you know the certain bits in the film where it does, yeah, there's those la- like the layers and the kind of underlying feeling of like guilt and loss mm. and. All of that, yeah, really good. I I can't give it a five. No, um, I can't give it a five. I'm I'm going for like a, I'm probably going to go for a push. Like I'm going. I'm four. feeling like a three point eight, but I know we can't Ooh, do that. But nah, I'm I mean, pu- I'm going pushing, for I'm a push, point a point five a is enough. Yeah, I'm pushing um, for a four for me. Like, I, if something's going to give me the creeps and actually settle in my brain, it's got to be a four. Yeah, I I I mean, I think to be fair, I don't think. I mean, 28 Days Later gets a five in my books. Yeah, yeah. But there ain't a lot else that that does. Mm. This, yeah, I'd, I'd give it a, I'd give it a four, a, a, a push, three and a half. I'd, I'd probably say it was only because it it fell down at the end for me, and it was. I it don't was think it fell so down much. at the end, but it was. It just went. It went from like reality to like what the fuck is going on. But I didn't think it was like it went. It went from. 28 Days Later to Mad God very quickly. It did. It did indeed. But I'm, I, I've, got, I've got nothing against that. I think it worked. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm giving Three and it a half four. for I, me. I really enjoyed it. I'm giving it a four. So yeah. Um, what, we calling it a three and a half or we calling it a four? We can't split the difference call it a 3.75. That doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. I um, think we've got to go for a four. Yeah, I'll, I'll take your lead on this one, mate. I'll, I'll, I think I'll... it's the most original horror film I've seen in a long time, and it gave me the creeps. Like, yeah, yeah. I, so I, it's got to be a four. It was, yeah, it was very... I, I had fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Just uh, got weird. So, yeah. Uh, men. Give it uh, a four. That's a, that's a four from Stories from the Crypt. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. If you come across it, definitely give it a go. Trigger, it definitely needs a trigger warning, though. Like yeah, oh yeah, emotional abuse, mate. gaslighting, tiny bit of physical physical abuse. Apart from that, great. very good. Yeah, Loved yeah. It. Nice. So, uh, we you're need... gonna wheel me. I'm gonna wheel you. I'm gonna wheel you, bro. All right then. So for next week, so this week we watched Men. We gave it a four. So next week we will be watching. Can you hear that? Wheel me. Oh yeah. Spin it. Spin it. Stopped. I spit on your grave. I original. spit on your grave. Holy shit! I spit on your grave. I have seen this as well, but it was. I've never seen it. That's why I put it in there. It was many, many moons ago. So I'm, I'm more than happy to watch it again. So, so, so uh, 
Give me a synopsis of how I spit on your grave. The original, what year was it? 1978? Was it 77? 1978, indeed. Yeah. Um, it's a tough one, so it does come with trigger warnings. We're going to throw that out there as well. Um, an aspiring writer is repeatedly gang-raped, humiliated, and left for dead by four men she systematically hunts down to seek revenge. I mean, that not, is a... It's not a nice subject matter. But no, it's not at all. You do like, know it's tough she's to say. shoot but, some bloke in the dick at one point or something like that. You fucking yeah. know it, man. I'm pretty sure Get in the remake, doesn't she? Is it, is it Ice Put on Your Grave, the remake, where she puts the guy's bollocks in the voice? Is that the film? Yeah, that's that, that the that's one? the remake, mate. That's the yeah, remake. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Next week is I Spit on Your Grave from 1978. Was it the yeah. original one from back I spit in the on day? Your grave from 1978. I can't say that I'm looking forward to watching it. Um, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to it. But <laughs> it it's, just sounds bad. But um, it's a film I've never seen of the original, but which probably should be a staple in any horror film. Fan of horror films, you probably should watch it. Yeah, but I am kind of a little bit glad that we've gone from a very modern film to a classic yeah um, i don't think we've done like a proper 70s film yet no we haven't no but yeah. not not since the curse tapes i think so mm. but yeah so we'll watch that and i guess mm. we'll get back to you see you next week we watch them so you don't have to yeah exactly unless they're good and then we'll t- tell you to watch them but but yes definitely give men a go unless you have been through some emotional abuse and a lot of gaslighting maybe steer clear of it unless you're prepared and ready for it trigger the film doesn't give you a trigger warning at the start but i think we should provide you that trigger warning just to say like look if you've been through this kind of stuff before it gives you a very very good example of gaslighting yeah like if you don't know what it is watch this film and you'll go oh okay i get it now Mm. but yeah if if gaslighting emotional abuse tiny bit of physical one abuse, instant of yeah. physical like one instant but yeah if you've been through that you're not a fan of it leave it well alone yeah leave if it not alone it is a very impressive horror film but i, I guess yeah. it does kind of peel back those layers of getting yeah. through that trauma yeah. so it, it could be empowering give it a watch i think that's one of the underlying things that the film is supposed to be about to a certain degree is kind of empowerment and getting through the the trauma and things like that as well that's that's kind of way that i i took it um but but yeah, yeah. so thank you for listening to thanks for hanging out this week's episode of stories from the crypt i've been max i've been luke and it's been a pleasure hanging out with you guys as well you so, can find us on all of the socials all of the socials is at SFTC Podcast. If you want to see all the articles that we spoke about this week, they will be in a Twitter thread on our Twitter, which is at SFTC Podcast. Instagram is the same, Facebook's the same. If you want to drop us an email, you want to talk about how you've been uh, murdered by Muffman. Yeah, you can send us that email to storiesfromthecrypt at gmail.com. You can tell us how you've been uh, beaten off by Bigfoot. If you've been sucked off by Slenderman. Oh, nice. We are on all good po- podcast platforms. Wherever you found this, that's where we are. If you could give us a, a, a like, a follow, a review, a five-star rating, much appreciated. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell all your weird mates where we tell are, who nam. we are. 
if you listen to us and you post it on your Instagram stories, tag us in it. We will repost it. We love that shit. We've had a lot of nice responses from the past four episodes and it's been amazing. We love it. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, don't drink the Kool-Aid. To absent friends. Absent friends. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.